life with a nigga get comfy I'm from the six where bitches keep sticks and you get dumpies Lovely, I hear him coming to the case He's just trying to smoke, I'm trying to light up his Yo. Welcome back, welcome back. We are at the voices, we are at the voices, we are here, we are back. Uh -huh. I know you guys have, you know, you know, we slipped before, but we all the way back now. Yeah. Every week we, we're talk, there. Talk to them. No, no, we're there. We're live. So today, you know what I mean? We got we got people in the building. You know what I mean? More, our most anticipated guest. I mean yet. Woo. Yeah, you know I'm, start, I'm starting to think uh, neighborhood fronts to all the guests. Yo, 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 yo. You need to get out of Yo, who's, who's other guests? Who's other guests? Every Let's... guest. It's always something. Yo, we love you. No, yo, no, no, our last one, our last one, no, no, our last one had a cult following on, on uh, Clubhouse. Yeah. Clubhouse was a thing during the pandemic. You yeah, know what I'm saying? She had a big cult following. 100%. And before that, who was it? I never said nothing. I never really, you know what I'm saying? Gutsy, Gutsy. Was yeah, Gutsy was, he came through, he did his longest, thing. Longest, longest Friday. Longest Friday, he's only yeah. Yeah, really helped to push yeah. us to yeah, really yeah, start this stuff. No, but just know. Yeah, that guy, yo, Halo, Halo's one of, I mean, uh, Longest Friday is one of one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, 100%. But just know that any guest that comes here, yeah. we've been anticipating. Yep. <laughs> no, but no matter, this, we fucking feel. This brother over here, I swear to God, bro, has been, you know what I'm saying, calling us, supporting us from day one. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Big fan, big fan. Very, very close brother to us, you know what I'm saying? Um, you want to introduce yourself, man? Yeah, my name is No Phil. Um, currently living in Michigan right now. Originally from Toronto. Yeah. Uh, am I allowed to say like neighborhood? Uh, like yeah, 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 of course. Uh, originally from Black Creek. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you grow up? Where you grow up? Yeah, for sure. Been messing with you guys from time. Yeah. Yeah, no big fans. Yeah, we're a big fan of you, bro. One of the <laughs> he's one of the that. one of the success stories from the from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Nice. One of the better stories in the hood growing nice. up. You know. Made Mashallah. It made know? it out struggling. Made it out. Almost, Fast. almost. So working. Yeah, so, uh, work in progress. Yeah. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah, so how's your, how's, how's your week? How, how's it flying back to the dot? Well, I, my week has been amazing. How long have uh, you been here now? I've been here. I got here Friday evening. Okay. So, alhamdulillah, fam. Get to see my family again. Yeah. yeah you know, get to see my friends and get to see you guys again. It's yeah. been a while. I think I've seen yeah. you. Last time I saw you was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Um, I don't get much time to come home. It's hard. Work how, is hard. How's the how's the the commute? Like how the flying back to the dog? Well, this time I drove because I'm just in Michigan. So oh yeah, it's literally four hours. Mm. Oh know, dope, dope, dope. Straight shot. Customs, uh, border patrol give. This time I did get hassled by the Canadian government. It's always the Canadian always. side. Everyone says, bro. Shout out to the U.S. government. <laughs> Thank you for the visa. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that. Starting our brother. Out. Shout out. Fine. It's always smooth going that way, but I think they understand. Yeah. You know, um, I work in a hospital. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's pretty yeah. straightforward. So. It's been nice, but alhamdulillah, it's been great to be back home, see familiar faces, you know, yes. seeing people that look like me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. one thing I really miss is back in the U.S. is uh, there's a lack of... Diversity? I won't say diversity. I just think the presence of Islam in, yeah. in this yeah. area is unmatched. It permeates, yeah. you know, yeah, facts, how we facts, live. Facts. So, it, so I miss it. So yep. it's really nice. It was always great to see you, man. It was always great to see you. You know, hopefully you got freaking flyer my um, miles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get in and uh, get in and get out. Yeah, like, how so how's your week, man? How's your week? Tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you, because me, I, I usually don't have exciting times, right? Mm. I don't have stories. Usually. That's why you, you always be saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I have a story for you, though. What did you do? I have a story for you. What did you do, my dog? So yeah, take it in. So I went. You know, I was kicking with some people. Them, we're leaving wherever we were, and we're walking back to a car. So I'm with some people, they have their car, they're vibing, we're talking, everything's normal, but they park their car like 
in a really weird place and it was really far walk. So we took, you know, we took our time. We're talking, we're walking. So I'm walking. I'm with two females. All right, we're walking. We get to the car. Yo, time on. Females a derogatory term. You can't say females no more. Okay, I'm with two lovely women. Yes, perfect. Well, I'm with two lovely young ladies. Yeah. Let's go with that. Just yes. to make it specific. Oh, perfect. Okay, so we're walking. We're making jokes. We're laughing. So they're getting into the car. They go first into the car. One comes back out of the car screaming. I'm saying, what? What's happening? I'm thinking there's a bug in the what? car. I'm <laughs> yo, saying, I love the way this guy just what? Yeah. what? Man, what? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm confused. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, yo, there's something on the car. I'm saying there's something on the car. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Something on the car, in the car. On the car. I'm saying that's regular shit. I'm saying it's not, don't worry. They're like, come to the front, look. I get to the front of the car. You know what's on top of the car? What? Two raggedy old dolls. Random. Like sex dolls? or No, just random, ragged, garbage-looking dolls. I'm telling you, two ragged-looking dolls. Just sitting on top of the car. Oh my god, this sounds like a, sounds like a scene from a horror oh movie. Oh my brother, like story, I'm right? saying, what's happening? I'm saying, yo, guys, we're finished. Car's done, forget about it. <laughs> let's leave the car, let's take Uber, let's go somewhere else. You know, I, I was with some real gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> they said, nah, nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> we ain't doing all that. They grabbed the, um, you know what I'm You clean your car with? Uh, the windshield wiper. The windshield uh, wiper thing uh, the they use in the car. And during the winter, uh, when you get that thing, they yeah. took that. Hit that off. You know me. I didn't help. No. <laughs> chivalry died. That, when that happened, chivalry died. I was like, you guys got to figure that out. Yeah. This seems like a you problem. Not a we problem. But, yeah, but they're more gangster than me. They, I do the same thing. They though. kicked it off and said, yo, yeah, let's get it. I said, don't drive over it. Drive away from it. We drove away. Read, you know, read some Quran. We said, yo, tomorrow if we start speaking a different language, yeah. we got to check in on each other. <laughs> so the whole week we've been checking in periodically. Everybody's okay. Alhamdulillah, we made it out alive. Sure and that's what happened to me. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here with you. So if anything's wrong with me, it's wrong this with you. This guy's crazy story was about two dolls being in his car. But yo, but he said he never said like... Yeah, but like it's normal. He said, yo, bro, some shit happened to me this week, bro. But he said raggedy dolls, bro. Yeah. Like dirty... This guy's moving like it happens to him every day. It happens to him every day. Some random shit happens. All right, so tell us what happened. How's your week, man? How's your week? My, nothing, nothing this guy, what do you mean nothing wild, bro? This guy's on the phone with him the other day, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The man had, <laughs> the man had a... I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving on it. Bro, it was funny. We just had our special guest, uh, GS9. Yeah. And she was, went famous for uh, road rage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jumping on someone's yeah. car and stuff. Yeah. Um, she influenced our friend? She... Right on the nose. Usually I'd be tripping. I'm driving my car. I'm driving down uh, Islington towards Albion. Sin. A car comes out of the plaza, it cuts three lanes okay. into the left lane. You okay. Now you're supposed to get into the lane, yeah, yeah, yeah. flick over, yeah, yeah. flick over, gradually, flick over. Yeah. This nigga comes in, he goes straight <laughs> into that lane. I'm driving, I have to stop my car, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what's going on with this guy? Pull him next time, tell him to roll down your window. Like, you roll down your window, he's not rolling down his windows. Like, <laughs> yeah, this guy's been like four times. I'm on the phone, like, roll down the window. I just want to tell you what you did wrong, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he's not rolling down, like, or whatever, I go, I go in front of him now, you know, on the left lane. This guy pops out of his car. He starts recording me. I'm like, why is this guy recording me right now? I'm on the phone with this guy. Because this guy's recording me. Yeah, this guy started going nuts. I'm like, fuck this. I get out the car. I walk up to him. He's recording me. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you, bro? He goes, I'm recording. I'm recording. I'm like, so what? Like, what are you recording? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm recording. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to talk to him normally. I'm like, I'm trying to tell him what he did wrong. He's like, I'm recording, brother. I'm recording. (laughs) He's an Uber driver. I'm like, you know what? All right, you're an idiot, man. I just walked back in my car and I drove off. Yeah. I was excited. I thought you'd be No, no, there's nothing. I usually would trip, but I'm like, 
learning to be calm, yeah, bro. I'm getting calm. I'm not tripping about random shit, no man. Like, it's not bro. worth it. Yeah, it's, it's not, not worth it. See, it's kind of, yeah, I'm not tripping on the road. Yeah. I'm not getting angry at yeah. people. Nothing. I'm just gonna drive. He's retarded. I told him to buy him that 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 Phil Jackson Zen book. You know the Zen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna start reading. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm cool. But yo, my week, bro. I gave. You know what I'm saying? The boy Smokey. Yeah. My side bag, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I think I left in his car or something, you know? <laughs> okay. So, bro, this week, bro, I've just been losing stuff, man. <laughs> Sh- shit's been falling out of my pockets. It's hard without a side bag. Bro, I lost two rental keys in, in like, a span of 12 hours. <laughs> the side bag. And one of the rental keys was not even from Ontario. It was, for like, from another province. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I couldn't even go. I had to, like... Yeah. Bro, I had to, like... Bro, it was very stressful, man. So, the side bags is, like... It's- it's needed. Needed. It's accessible. Needed, needed, bro. You're not going to have everything in your pockets, you know? Sometimes <laughs> right. like, your pockets are bulging out. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? You're right. I just had a very, like, you know what I'm saying? Forgetful week. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I've been this losing a lot of stuff. Oh, you're not going to save me? I'm like, brother, I'm going to, man. Bro, this guy's an asshole, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I have, I locked, I lost the, um, so I had two cars, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, I went, so basically, long story short, I had right. two rentals, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I ended up losing both my keys, my wallets inside the rental. rental. Damn. I'm thinking the other keys inside the rental. I had to like call a locksmith and stuff like that. This guy, I'm saying, yo, yo broski, you're gonna pull up on me. <laughs> I don't have a car. My, my dude, I don't even have, I can't even order. Bro, I can't even order anything. You know what I'm saying? My credit card hit me with my, my America trip. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah my shit was in the deficits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have all my COD, my wallet, and yeah. my. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This guy's saying, oh, bro, I'm going through my own problems, bro. Beat it. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Yo, this kid came to life, B. <laughs> you have gas money? <laughs> no, I never had a conversation. You're not going to save me. That's all I can play. No, no, don't say save. You know what I'm saying? I said, you're not going to pull up on me? You're going to leave me here to you know? Well, yeah, man. Uh, it was a money. bad week. You made it out, though. I did it. <laughs> but guess what? You made it out. I made it, it out. Stronger. I made it out, man. I'll praise you to God, man. Bro. Always. 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 Never always. Always. It's never the end of the world. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. So, yeah, let's get let's get into this, man. Let's crack it. Yeah. What are you guys trying to get into? Yeah, so we we had, I honestly, <laughs> the craziest two years, I think, of any of our lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I never knew. I never, like, fathomed that the world would stop. Not even, not even the world. It was like, I never thought in my life someone would tell me, outside's closed. <laughs> outside my door is closed. They said, you cannot step outside your door. You may die. Yeah. I was like, damn, they closed outside. Bro, dead. like, <laughs> this was the craziest two years of my, like, hey, my it's life. It's been two years, right? A year and yeah. a half? I'm yeah, it's almost, it's almost two years. I'm not even, we're not fully out of lockdown. Yeah, bro, I kind of missed the lock lockdown, bro. What? Where it was just quiet yeah, outside. It was I raccoons that, outside. I was chilling in the crib playing uh, COD every night. You know, it was nice, But you weren't bro. that good, though. Whatever. <laughs> I, was making, I was making TikToks. It was nice time. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. vibe. Right. For you. Yeah, for right. you. You know what I'm saying? For me. You didn't like that a long time, bro? No. Bro, first of all, I'm the type of person who's like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't like when the Serbs silence, two silence. Bands. What's two bands when you're making more than two bands when you're outside? You know what I'm saying? I the number and I said, your money will be deposited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lit right now. I don't yeah. gotta leave my house. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think in the beginning it was a learning process. Yeah, you know it might have been you know a little helpful just for everyone to catch like their breath. Yeah, because again, fam. you live in Western society, you're constantly go go yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. But I think you know you can only hold us, you know, yeah. everyone really inside for a certain amount of time before everyone yeah. starts to lose it Facts. then there's like the waxing and waning period where you know they're telling you okay stay inside for a little bit let's try to you know decompress the health system mm. then you're like all right cool but once that's over we're coming out outside but then it's like not staying longer okay you can come up for a little bit but then yeah, go back go inside back. 
I think that's where they started to lose people. Facts. Um, For all you dummies who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about COVID-19. <laughs> the Rona, the vid, whatever you want to call yeah, whatever it. Whatever you want to call it. Listen, we're not going to get a time like that again where everyone's just inside, chilling. Not a family. Facts. You know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think, I, I, I think you know... There's only a finite amount of time you can do that for. Yeah, yeah. Not, for instance, yeah, exactly. for instance, and I'll give you, and this is selfish, but I finished med school last mm. year, mm-hmm. March, to April 2020 is when I finished. Yeah. At that time, I think Rudy Gobert had just caught it. Yeah. And I think Tom Hanks had caught it, yeah. so they were kind of like, ah, uh, man, what are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. But it was still like, all right, it's still over no, there. No, but Rudy Gobert yeah. did the most like idiot thing like that was you know call it bad luck call it ignorance ignorance. yeah whatever you want to call it ignorance ignorance. ignorance, so you know I was you didn't understand the severity you're right for sure I don't think any of us did to be fair I honestly and again I guess I'm a doctor so even we didn't have like a full grip on what it is we just knew that it causes a really bad pneumonia for certain people Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone at that time had anticipated that it would get to where where we are a year later essentially you know um, but for me, I was looking forward to finally stepping out. See, my whole last four years, maybe, I've been, you know. No, we, 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 we really want to get into that. Yeah. We really want to get into that. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm ready yeah. to hang out with everybody. Yeah. You know, instead of just going once a week to, yeah. you know, our friend's house to watch yeah. basketball games. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really just trying to, you know, Bye-bye. enjoy some time yeah. off before I start working. Uh-huh. Yeah. And boom, that was just shut down. <laughs> so I literally spent my entire year so just being locked down inside. You know, I really felt it. I didn't get a graduation from med school. Oh, my I didn't God. get, you know, my mom, ultimately, you know, yeah. you do this for your parents. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't, exactly. There yeah. was no, you know, yeah. that's my son, yeah. that's my son. Yeah, yeah, that it moment. was none of that. So, that moment. Um, but I think, you know, even someone like me who really enjoys, like you said, being inside, just watching TV, forgetting the outside yeah. world, it was too much. Too yeah. much. Yeah. Hello, well, yo, fam, someone like me, I'm always outside, man. Uh, hey, I yeah, that, yeah, we know that, we know that, we know that. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> we know. In the streets. But yo, before, before, before we, we, we keep, a push it, keep on talking about this topic, Broski put it up, you know what I'm saying? He said it. My, our brother over here is a doctor. Yeah. Can we give, him, can we give his flowers right now? Give yeah, yeah, let's give him a, a round of applause. I appreciate it. Mashallah, I, seen him, I seen him grind for it, bro. Yeah, so yo, let's Fact. let's talk about like like the journey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. He accomplished something. Almost like ninety percent of the, the, our brothers around us. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, but you know what it is? Didn't did fulfill it? You know what I'm saying? It's not didn't fulfill. It's he, he, he had went, a dream. He yeah, achieved he, it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He locked in. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So um, you're you're for born sure. you're born in the dot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised. You know what I'm saying? In Creek. You know. Um. So how's how's school? How's education like? How do you, what do you feel? The Toronto TDSB. How's school? How's the education system? So looking, you, looking you know what back, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How'd you get through it? Absolutely. So I, the only I guess asterisk I guess you could put beside me. Yeah. Is I went to French immersion. Yeah. Oh, so dope. I don't know if that helped or hindered. I'd like to say it helped. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it helped. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you know. But the way we grow up, we get kind of packed into you know you you live here, you got to go to this school. Yeah. Mm. I think the biggest thing for me, and this kind of helped, especially in high school, I got a chance to see communities, people from different communities. I got to be around, for instance, Persian people. I got to be around people of other, you know, ethnic states. Yeah. It kind of opens your eyes to what the the goal is in life. You know what I mean? What, what baseline do you want to provide for not just for your kids, but for your kids' kids? And seeing people... From two-income households, a lot of us—I don't know for you guys per se—I know most of you guys like on a personal level. For for instance, my mom, 
uh, raised me after the age of 14 alone. My dad passed away uh, when, when he had a heart attack when I was 14. So, yeah. you know, that's essentially... Give him yeah. yeah, so when I got to see people, especially when I got to high school, I got to see people from two-income households. They didn't have the same stress to perform. You know what I mean? There isn't that you have to do this because, A, you want to make your mom proud. You don't want your mom to suffer. For all of us, I think we can agree. The most important thing is, is mom happy? Is mom healthy? All right, cool. The rest we'll figure out. So for me to see people not have to carry that burden per se and still be able to do, you know, regular things, I was like, man, whatever's happening at home is happening. And I understand there's the circumstances that come with everyone's decisions or whatnot. I didn't want to partake in that. I wanted to just do something different where I didn't worry anymore because the age of, you know, 15, 16, 17, having to constantly worry about, damn, am I, you know, you don't even have your self-esteem at that point. Yeah. It's really like, you're still trying to figure yourself yeah, out. You try to figure things out, you know, and for me, I just, whatever I was going to do at that time, you know, I didn't wake up when I was like seven years old. Like my mom gave me a stethoscope, like, oh, you got to be a doctor. It, yeah. was, it really wasn't that, you yeah. know, operation. Yeah. 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 No, no, it, wasn't, it really wasn't any of that. It was more so how do I create stability first and foremost for my family? And if there's a chance where I can help people, because again, I come from a huge community, huge, you know, a lot of buildings. And I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you that the moment my dad died, the way my community stepped in to help me, I can't pay everyone back financially. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, Unfortunately, if I could, I'd be giving million dollar checks to everybody. But in order to repay people who out of their, you know, their goodwill and their good health mm. decide to look after me. You know, some people are sitting outside actively involved in making sure, you know, I stay out of trouble. Yeah. There's only one, the only way I could see to repay them was to at least look after their health. If there's something we can do moving forward together, that's great. But at worst, if I can just look after people's health, make sure, you know, my people, yeah, my people, our people are mm. good, then that gave me something to look forward to, something to work towards where it was. It was tangible because, you know, as hard as it is to go through med school, at least there's this, um, I guess, desire or there's a there's an end goal where it's like, all right, I can do this if I just work really hard. It doesn't require too much natural skill. I was a dummy growing up. Complete dummy. <laughs> I went to summer school and everything. So I don't want to sit up <laughs> so here. I, brother. You know, I don't want to sit <laughs> so up here I. like I'm some polished, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I learned a lot, mm-hmm. but I think just working hard believing in yourself, the cliche stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but ultimately, how do you provide for your family? How do you provide for those around you? That's kind of what steered me in this lane, I guess, if that bro, that makes sense. Fam, we appreciate that, for real. And yeah. also, when Broski got his, uh, his degree, yeah. the diploma, that was yeah. like a trophy for everyone. Yeah, we, we all put the, we all nah, we slapped at that shit. It was a trophy for all of us, him, bro. Bragging rights for all of us. Everyone that knew him. You yeah, know yeah. Facts. 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 Well, I remember Everyone that. had it on Snapchat. It was everywhere. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You no, know. no, bro. I got some really kind words from everyone. You know, no, I, I appreciate it. Bro. Yo, bro, you, you made it. We all made it. Yeah, bro. it feels like yeah, everyone made it with him. Yeah, bro. And now we can fact check every single weird doctor we have. You know what I'm saying? You know, Broski's here to help. You know what I'm saying? We know somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mashallah, yeah. And hopefully, you know, we get to. Yeah. I hope I'm not the only one. Yeah, I hope yeah. There's many after Facts. me. You, you, you spite you know, a lot, bro. You inspired yeah, a lot. Inshallah, bro. that's the you plan. Because again, we get. We have a, a constant stream of like information through social media, really. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see more like regular, everyday 
like life portrayed and be to be cool to just be regular mm-hmm. it's cool to just have a job man Facts. like a nine to five it 100%. really is if i've you know again i'm again removed from my environment where i work i work in michigan you know mm-hmm. so i get to see real blue collar people who work you know they're, they're not millionaires they might not even be hundred thousandaires or whatever you want to call it but they're happy in life man and i think content. we don't they're content with whatever yeah. they make they have a house they have you know they're working for their kids education i don't think that if glorified is the right word, but I, I don't think that gets promoted enough. Hundred you know? percent, bro. Yeah. It's, just it's, to be, you can just be it's, regular. You it's don't a have lot to easier. be. It's a lot easier to to do the street shit than yeah. it is to, to work a nine to five and stay consistent and disciplined, like, yeah, right? That's the easy route, man. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. be that's disciplined is something that's like very, very like difficult, bro. And a lot of us, down, a lot of us don't really have time to put your head down, wake up every day, grind for something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, be yeah. on a schedule. It can get really hard. It's tedious. You know. A lot of the, and I don't want to make light of, you know, depression or anything, but there's, you know, there's ups and downs. You sometimes, if you're studying for like a board exam, for instance, Mm -hmm. you are studying, you know, 14, 16 hours a day. You are waking up at eight, going to sleep at 12 and you're just reading books. And that's just my profession. But I'm just saying there are a lot of like dull moments, but those are very like temporary. Mm -hmm. Um, I think having just an end goal and just making sure that, you know, inshallah, if I do this the right way. It'll get repaid and rewarded the right way as well. I have a quick question for you. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, discipline is inherited? No, man, hell no. I, bro, because because growing up, if you if you don't see someone with with discipline, you know what I'm saying. You, so working every day, going hard at something. So how, I, how would I, you know what I'm saying? I just it's a question, you know. So for me personally, and again, I won't generalize at all. And if I do, I apologize. But for me, for instance, seeing my mom work. There is no better example of hard work, discipline. As for all you, like, you know, parents, fathers, mothers, grandmothers, whoever, mm. the the time and investment it takes to raise a child, boys, girls, whatever, that's a lot of discipline, my friend. Mm. A lot of it, because we, we may see it in different ways. I think, yeah, we don't see someone carry a briefcase, go to work, so we're like, all mm. right, well, what are people doing? But, man, raising children requires discipline. So it'd be I'd be remiss if I said, you know, our, whoever took care of us growing up, that those aren't the hardest work is working people. Would you? You would agree, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I would agree on that. Like, I would agree on that. It's hundred percent for, for people, our people. You know, whether it's from Somalia, Pakistan, Jamaica, wherever you come from, India, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, the notion that your parents came here, they left a really good. Because remember, to come here, your circumstances have to be pretty good back home because it requires a lot to come here. So you're either very highly educated or your family has some sort of money because you know to apply for visas, whatever. That, that costs money. Yeah. So they left all that behind to start from ground zero, mm-hmm. you know, which is why a lot of us come from Toronto public housing, low income housing, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, bro, 100% of people, you know, people I know in Toronto so, came from. So to, sorry, I don't mean cut you off. No, no, but, no, no, no. My bad. For but to say off. that, you know, discipline isn't around us, I don't think that's the right word. I think maybe we're looking for discipline in different avenues or in different forms. And we're just not, and which is fine because at 13, 14, you can't really be cognitively that strong where you can see like all right cool my mom is doing this and this every day she might not be lawyer doctor whatever but she's really putting the work in the lights light bill is on every day there's food in front of us your parents cook for you a lot of households they don't do that you know yeah. what i mean we get freshly cooked <laughs> meals yeah, like facts. every day it's facts. Yeah. it's a five-star facts. kitchen hoy is in the kitchen work exactly <laughs> so <My> wrist work <laughs> yeah but and, and on like a just on a personal level yeah. i think you can learn anything i really i i I wish, you know, my life was on more display so people can see that I was a dummy. Like, just 
I'm into the I, I'm into the same things everyone else is into. You know, I like to just sit around talk about sports yeah. to my brain, and everyone else's ears bleed. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I like to do all that, but I think just being able to be cognizant of the fact that you know I'm using the word cognizant a lot. Yeah, it's okay. No, no, it's it's okay. okay. No, it's all good. But I just think just it's important to realize like, hey man, like you know, my 20s to my 30s. That's a very temporary standpoint in life, and 30 onward is kind of where real life starts. And just being able to, you know, work towards that a little bit, I think goes a long way. Um, so discipline, you know, it comes and goes. I think going through school, going through work, there's many, many ways to find it. Going through own like your own family struggles. Everyone has like, you know, different family dynamics. There's there's a little bit to learn everywhere. Um, so yeah, man, I don't think like there's one particular way of doing things. I think there's so many ways you can attack yeah. and eventually end up in like a similar spot. Mm-hmm. So facts. So let me now i got a question for you right? absolutely as as someone that also grew up in you know metro housing and understanding that but your role as a i feel like what i want to ask you is as a i don't think you understood your impact as a role model until i believe that day of your graduation yeah you saw how much people were showing you love yeah i feel like that was an eye-opening moment for you for sure so as someone that's come from that, what would you say to a kid that wants to maybe take the same route as you, but doesn't know how to because, they, yeah. as you said, you didn't understand it. Absolutely. I, at, absolutely. at a young age, you didn't understand it. And that's so why you want to tell, you tell your route? You're, yeah, you're, you're, what's the route you'd give them? So, you know, the so, advice you'd give someone younger. Your younger for, self. Let's uh, say your younger self. 100%. So for me, again, I got forged. I think in any neighborhood, Yeah. I think who whomever is around, Yeah. They're very smart people. Yeah, always. But more importantly, they're very loyal people that are around you. You know, yeah. I've known some people from the time I was four to five years old, their treatment of me never changed. It was always kind of like, man, just send them home. Yeah. It's nine o'clock, man, take your ball. Yeah. Please go home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there's, I don't want to call it luck, but I think there's a certain amount of, you know, the goodwill of others. I think I really stress, you know, community. I think, yeah. I don't think. People in community are are, are bad people. I yeah. don't, even the ones they try to label, yeah. they try to label. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there, there's there's no such thing as bad people. There's bad circumstances. Yes. And sometimes bad decisions get you know made, but in terms, I, I think for, I'd start that. I'm kind of getting long winded, but no, it's um, okay. I think starting with like a good support structure, you know, yeah. having people that have your your best intentions at heart, yeah. I think that's huge. Because yeah. remember, when you're outside, you know, playing whatever sport. Yeah. In a 24-hour day cycle, your parents really only would see you when you go to sleep. Facts. So your friends are ultimately the ones that are going to dictate, you know, what you're doing, what you're eating, whatever. So I think having a good friend uh, structure is very important. Yeah, fact. Um, in terms of, you know, studying, working hard, figuring out what you want to do, I think there's some sort of exposure, some sort of like, you need different things in life to o- open your eyes, yeah. you know. When I left Toronto, I left Toronto when I was 18. So I finished high school in Toronto. I went to the University of Waterloo for five years. Yeah. Um, initially, I started off as a, a science and business major because I was, again, completely clueless. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like business. Yeah. So I was like, all right, man, I'll give my shot at, at medicine. Yeah. Um, by the way, full disclosure, I completely you know screwed off my first year of undergrad. <laughs> I was just playing basketball and eating at the cafeteria because <laughs> that's all you know, right? Yeah, you, you play outside, yeah. you get some food, but they gave me like a meal plan 
had a lot of money on it. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'm just going to eat Hagen dazs every day. And I can download movies in like 10 seconds. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Broski, Broski got game, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Left hand, um, you know what I'm saying? He nice. Yeah, I, I did play basketball in... Uh, in university for two years yeah. and blew my knees out and that was that which was you know blessing in disguise helped me focus on uh, the studies but yeah so i would say exposure to people who do different things yeah. and now it's really easy because now you can open up your phone and I, i know a lot of the younger kids the the 15 16 17 year olds they have youtubers that they follow um a lot of people put their lives on display so i think it's just important to have that in your wheelhouse like whatever is happening where you live is a very small like microcosm of what's actually happening in, in the, the world. world yeah. And there's so many cool things you can do. And I don't think, I think there's a lot of pressures that come as being like a young kid, young boy especially. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if everyone is kind of doing this one thing, good or bad, you're very inclined to like, all right, cool, let me try this out. Yeah, But I think having people, like I said, it's so important, man. Having parents and if you don't have parents you know grandma there's always somebody to look after that's a beautiful part uh, i think of where we come from the community that if you don't have a mom a father there's people who are willing to step in raise you as their own with no you know burden yeah. to ever pay them back or yeah. anything you know no I mean? strings attached no sh exactly yeah. I can, that's a perfect way to say yeah. it so i think just being open to you know seeing different things trying different things i think i was very hard-headed man i was eating junior chickens <laughs> breakfast lunch dinner i did not want to try anything bro facts like, i did not i didn't care to try you yeah. know but i think hanging around different people i think it's important to mingle i think one thing that does happen with this is we become very closed off yeah. rightfully so we have trust issues people don't understand this a lot of people that we're trying to i guess mingle with they might you know misinterpret us yeah and maybe not understand where we're coming from but i think even if you're not friendly with other people of other you know backgrounds whether it's economic background um ethnic backgrounds i still think it's there's a lot to learn you know i'll give you uh i know i'm getting long-winded no no no, no. Yeah. so this is i'll never forget bro so grade nine failed math grade 10 failed math <laughs> summer school back to back my mom kicked me out the house she's like i'm, I'm not doing this this is your waste Please yeah. just please just leave you know yeah. you're just <laughs> taking up the Tough oxygen <laughs> and eating the groceries <laughs> at this point yeah. leave so i had a really um Real conversation. So, with the high school I went to was like an hour and a half away. It's the Young and Steels, you know, we live at Black Creek and Tristaway, but an hour and a half journey. Um, but there was a lot of exchange students at our high school, people from Korea, China, whatever, Iran. Um, this one kid, man, Richard Kim, he was just brilliant, like 95, 96 in every class in his sleep. So, I remember I was like, man, whatever I do, I can't fail math again. I yeah. just can't. You can't fail math three times. Yeah. Like, you. There's something inherently wrong at that <laughs> yeah. point. You know what I yeah. mean? And uh, high school is not the hardest. If yeah. you, It is for some, but if you try enough, you'll get by. I wasn't trying, but I also was a little perplexed as like what was going on. Yeah. You know? yeah. So this kid always told me, you know, I was like, man, I'm trying to be like you. I literally, you know, I'm trying to be like you. That's usually like a, I think that has like a negative connotation these days, but yeah. I was literally trying to be like this one kid. Yeah. I was like, man, at worst, if I can even get like a 70, 75. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm moving on up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're doing a lot better than what you're doing. Bro, I, f I started following this kid around 24-7. So he'd come to school at 7.45. I was at 7.45. He would drink strawberry milk. The Nielsen strawberry yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never had strawberry milk in my life. If I'm lying, I'm yeah. I'd never had strawberry milk in my life. I started drinking strawberry milk. I'm like, yo, whatever it takes, yeah. I'm going to do something. I'm going to learn something. Yeah. From you. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I never forget one time we were studying, and you know, I had gotten a little bit better at just in terms of academics. And he's like, man, 
always, always, always just try to be the best you can at everything. So don't say, you know, you're not going to take math. You're not going to take chemistry. You're not going to take physics that are too hard. He's like, bro, you're pigeonholing yourself in terms of what you can do in the future. And I didn't understand this. Again, mind you, my mom used to pick my courses, yeah. so it was no getting by. No, Just like all of us. No applied classes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. none of that. None you know? of that. Yeah, we know. Facts. We know. Yeah, so I remember him telling me this thing. He's like, man, listen, if I wanted right now, I could be a doctor. I could be an accountant. I could be an, a software engineer. I could be a lawyer. He's like, I work hard in all the courses to allow me to have options because he's like, at the end of the day, I want to be able to pick what I want to do. I never want someone telling me what I can or cannot do because of my grades. Yeah. And that stuck with me. After that, it was, you know, yeah. Game 7, LeBron block, it was over. <laughs> I took that to the grave. What's his name again, Kim? Richard Kim. Man. Richard if Kim. If you Richard. ever watch this, yeah, man, shout out to you, man. You saved my Richard life. You Kim. saved my best friend's life. Yeah. That was... Because after that, we took off, fam. I'm talking grade 11 chemistry. My life changed in one semester. So one semester, I had biology, chemistry, gym, and English. Now, English, I'm not good with the, the essays or whatever. Yeah. Gym, I knew I was going to ace. Biology in grade 11, I got like an 85 on one test. It was a very easy test, but it was like, yeah. it got the ball rolling. Yeah, motivation, got yeah. the and, and then after that, it was over. It was done. But the one thing I did was, because I seen him do this too. He was so smart already. He was taking like grade 12 classes in like the 10th grade, but he would always stay with the teachers after school. So he would be there. If school ended at what, 345, 315, whatever, He'd stay till 5 o'clock every day. He made sure whatever she, Miss Maynard, God bless her soul, it's changed my life too. Um, he made sure that he understood everything inside and out to the point where I used to ask him, like, hey, man, did you study for this test or not? He's like, I don't need to study. He's like, I prepared the entire unit. You know what I mean? And I, in my head, he's, he's dropping like clue bombs. Like every, like, you know, yeah. every time he speaks, it's yeah. like, Poosh, you know. Yeah. So I started doing the same thing. Yeah. Fam. I literally would stay with the teacher. Sometimes he wouldn't be there, but I stayed with her every day. Every single day, just learn whatever we went over. Even if I knew it to the T, I would sit there and make sure, like, if they were asking me any question in any way, you're always prepared. I was prepared. Yeah. And so, shout outs to that guy. That guy taught me what it meant to be prepared and what it meant to be just hardworking. That's the first time in my life I applied myself. I was very stressed because, yeah. mind you, I'm coming, I couldn't even read properly in the beginning of the year. And slowly, I'm, I'm building a knowledge base that's a little over my pay grade, but I have to perform. Yeah. And the one thing I don't like, and again, this is getting long-winded, but in in our high school system, you know, nobody ever tells you that grade 11 and grade 12, and even maybe in grade 10 a little bit, those are the most important years of your life. High school. I, I, not high school, of life. Because what you do in 11th grade and 12th grade, that dictates what university you go to, what program you go to. These are all, it's based on six numbers at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's because remember when you apply for wherever college, et cetera, et cetera, any trades programs, it's what did you do in like your last six units? Or, what what uh, foundations do you have? Yeah, yeah. So, alhamdulillah, that was my saving grace. Because if it was all of high school, I probably would have been you know yeah. screwed. Yeah, quite frankly, because I did terrible. But I, I wish for the young people, man, just understand that grade 11 and grade 12 dictate what you do for the rest of your life now it, it, i'm not talking in terms of what you'll end up as or anything but the entryway into you know postgraduate education is 11th and 12th grade what you do what did you do that's all they're looking Gives you for more doors yeah because remember free, right? so and this is another thing he explained to me but again i'm good with math and just supply and demand that i figured it out so let's say a program will tell you you know you need 85 percent to get into this program effectively 
what they're saying is only 15% of the entire world at that point is going to be doing what you're doing. You understand? Fact. So that dictates what you're going to get paid as well. Now, I know we can't, th- we can't you know, think it out that yeah, far obviously. ahead. But that's the God's honest truth. Like everyone that I graduated high school with that went on to really good programs, alhamdulillah, their lives, they're, they're blessed. Like, you know, yeah. they're working one, two people households, but they have, you know, $140,000, $150,000 income, which is, again, money. So I'm saying, so, you know, grade 11, grade 12, when, whenever you talk to these, you know, university programs, they'll come to your school. You've seen like, the yeah, 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 they'll tell you, ah, well, we're looking for somebody who averages like 75 or 80, 85, 90. But those are essentially like tax brackets for you down the road. You know, yeah. you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. It really becomes like wow. the people who are, Message. you know, if you average an 80, my, my goal for young people is always think 85 and above. That puts you in a tax bracket where inshallah, if you meet a spouse who is, Within that same tax bracket, your life is set. You can take care of your mom, no problem. You yep. can buy a house, especially in this economy. Remember, we're not. We live in a very special place. Alhamdulillah, this is the best city in the world. I don't think anyone would deny that, but it does have its downfalls. Housing is a huge downfall. It's too expensive to live here. How do you, you know, negate that in some ways? You have to earn more. You can blame governments for not having affordable housing, all for which I constantly advocate for. You know, I want people, I want there to be more affordable housing, but I'm not going to rely on other people to solve my problems. My Fun. problems, you're, the way you go about life is always how can I do what I need to do to survive, not how will this person help me. We elect officials and whatever the case may be, but to expect anything from them is, to my point, is a little foolish. You know what I mean? It's naive. Um, but anyway, so when when you're in those you know percentage brackets, that'll dictate how you do for the rest of your life. When you're 40, 50, 60, 70, until you pass away. And even when you pass away, it'll dictate how much you leave behind for your kids. Fast. Because we're always looking for, man, we got to work X amount hard. Now imagine your kids don't have to go through any of the stresses that you know any of us would have to go through. They just kind of step into the arena yeah. and they hoop. Yeah, sort of. And they have the blueprint, and they had the blueprint. They yeah. know they've seen it for your whole life. What you do, there's no way. You know, children. If you have children, you'll notice that they are more special than you will be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whether it shows immediately or down the line, everyone's children are a better version of themselves. And so, imagine every day your kid sees you go to work, do whatever it is you do. You could do some life saving stuff. And again, it's not just about being a doctor, lawyer, accountant. It's not about that. It's about making sure what you do. It secures you, secures your family. That's the most important thing, in my opinion. Now, it, for me, it happened to be be a doctor. So I, I went ahead and did it. Yeah. Because, you know, especially in this pandemic, my mom said, growing up, find something that if the world was to shut down, which it did, <laughs> you'd still be working. And her second thing was, don't you ever put me in a retirement home. <laughs> and we joke about that. But unfortunately, a lot of people lost their lives, you know, in retirement homes, long assisted living facilities. So... You know, I heed from my mom. I listened to her. It got me here. I would hope young people are more cognizant of that as well. Alhamdulillah. I have a question for you, fam. So, uh, how long did it take you to finish your schooling? So, my undergrad was five years. Mm. Med school was four. And then I had to study for some board exams. Took me, yeah, basically five. And that got me to this point after high school. You so that's like nine years roughly. I would say ten. You got to put a flat ten on that. It's a long journey. Well, from it, the, from what what Broski said from before. The message I got from that was that choo- choosing your friends wisely is very important in your high school, 100%. in your high school years, I, you know. Because, because 
a lot of people like growing up would not would look at that uh, Richard yeah, Kim yeah, 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 yeah. and just say like, Yo, look, look, look at this kid he's look at this nerd Yo, yeah, yeah. Yo, give me your answers <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. instead of instead of asking for advice from a kid your from a kid your age is a really big deal very mature view you know what I'm saying I think it's more so about being humble yeah, yeah. I think you guys know me long enough I'm I'm very quiet kept, but I'm, I'm never afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, I still, till this day, even in the hospital, there's more experienced doctors than me. Mm-hmm. I'll always ask them for their input. Yeah. Or what, if what I'm doing is right, and how can I do it better? No, this book, it's very mature of you, bro. I think it's mature, you know but, but I think, you know... Because me growing up, I'd be like, if I don't understand something, I'd ask my older brother, or I'd yeah. ask someone elder, older than me for answers, or the teacher, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know, you're right. Maybe it's, it has to do with being humble, but I, will, I, I could never see myself yeah. growing up to ask someone my age for assistance you, I don't know, you know, I, you know how, yeah how do you stay focused in that journey that's a long time it, man and I'm not gonna lie to you man I had a lot of slip ups so uh, just to backtrack and again, this is not to gloat but I graduated high school with like a 92.8 average mm-hmm. so that was that was my mail in again that's not counting grade 9, 10 yeah. it was yeah, yeah, barely yeah. 50 yeah, yeah. you know Um, but I screwed up bro I lost I had an academic scholarship and a scholarship for basketball I lost both of them in like the first six months of undergrad. So yeah. part of growing and like you said, learning is making mistakes. You know? I, I did not go to a single class in first year of undergrad. <laughs> I say it openly, you know what I mean? Because it shows that, I mean, I'm not advocating that you do that. But yeah, you're going to make mistakes along the way. There is a very, very, very small amount of people that are the, the Richard Kims of the world. There's a lot more people that are like me who mess up. You know, you bump your head along the way. But you have enough energy and enough will to kind of shake it off and, like, keep going. So, bro, I messed up my first year undergrad completely. I failed three classes in university, which is why I couldn't go to a Canadian med school. So I kind of shot myself in the foot. I had to do the oh, Caribbean wow. route, and then I had to go to the United States. Oh, so you went to the Caribbean? Yeah, and then I went to Chicago. So, yeah, so yeah. that's, again, alhamdulillah, was a blessing because it worked out every step of the way. Um, but, yeah, man, the people mess up. Like, there's nothing wrong in just having a bad day or having a bad month even. You know what I mean? That happens. It, it just humanizes you. If everyone was perfect, bro, there'd be a lot of things that all of us would be doing at the same time. And that's not how life works. I think it's about how you make mistakes, how you bounce back. Are you con- are you committed to working hard? That's another question. Yeah. But everyone's allowed to mess up, man. I messed up so much. My best friend, who is a, a cardiologist, um, he messes up. My other friend is a doctor as well from med school. These guys are all like they were shaking it, you know. Yeah, it was looking very scary, man. Yeah, it's, a, but it's beautiful now that you guys. Uh, alhamdulillah, but but what I'm saying is, at every point, people are allowed to make mistakes. Now, some people like us, yeah, we have a lot less of a leeway, a leeway exactly, yeah. or a margin for error yeah. Yeah. is very small, man, because we're there's the pressure of performing not only for yourself but your for your family, in my opinion. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's very very hard to deal with. But man, people mess up all the time, man. I had so many people mess up board exams for you know for me- in med school. These are people that are smart mm-hmm. that you know messed up board exams, uh, didn't get a residency interview, whatever the case may be. So it happens, but it's like persistence, mm-hmm. and most important is to remember that things are never this good, things are never this bad. It's kind of you gotta stay even kill until you you know hit the end goal, and yeah. after that, then it's whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I will, I will, sorry, I don't mean to cut you yeah. off. No, no, no. I will interject, man. I, I, I'm not a fan of, you know, your friends are who your friends are. Those are, th- that's the cards that you've been dealt. To blame anyone at any age, you know what I mean? Just like if you ever got beat up when you were nine or 10 and you said, well, you know, this guy did it, whatever the case may be, to blame anyone for your downfall ever, 
or labeling a group of kids, especially especially kids, you know, because ultimately that's what it comes down yeah, to. Fact. You're dealing with kids who are 13 to 16 who are, you know, whether you're a nutcase, hothead, whatever. I think it's unfair to label kids because they haven't proven to you anything yet. Their their potential is un- unscathed or unmatched or untapped even, mm-hmm. you know. So you can say, yeah, this kid might be really bad because he gets in a lot of trouble with the teacher or whatever. But that was me, fam. Literally, I was the kid who had to be put... In the, in, the, in the principal's office sometimes because I was so um, disruptive to the class. Yeah. But... Maybe, no, maybe I worded wrong. What I meant was like, maybe like new friends. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. getting new friends in school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what, that's sometimes, hard. Sometimes that, that's, you, your friends are your friends, but like, yeah. be like, oh, well, this guy's doing really well. I should be friends with him. Maybe, you know what yeah, I'm saying? And yeah, and also, like what I was taking from, like just listening, right? Yeah. Most of the time we've been listening. Like obviously we've been absorbing what you're saying. For these kids, it's like, we got to change the narrative of what's cool. That feel me? Absolutely. We got to change the narrative of what's cool because when you looked at Richard Kim for whatever reason it was, you said, okay. You didn't think in your head, oh, this is the coolest guy in the world. You said, nah, this brother right here, he's smart yeah. and he gets things done. So you looked at it and said, okay, I can be his friend and we can both benefit each yeah. other. You know what I mean? There's probably some things that Richard Kim learned from you that he may have never learned because he because ne- sp- you spoke to him. Probably. Took, I doubt it, but no, yeah. yeah. We'll, no, but you took a step. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying taking that olive branch or that step yeah. is, is, is what can make a difference. Absolutely. Because we always true, we always think our friends are the people that grew up with them yeah. around me all day. Or people oh, in I'm, my I'm neighborhood. Around, yeah, I'm around, I'm around neighborhood. I'm around money. And they're going to tell me all the answers in life. No, there's, yeah. there's things neighborhood doesn't know. And there's Absolutely. Money doesn't, and there's things I don't know. Yeah. So by us talking to other people, we learn. Every day we learn. And what you learned from him was Infinite. Okay, this this brother works. Yeah, this brother works hard. He's here seven four. I'm here seven forty five. But you learn that by just having a simple conversation. Yeah, by talking I, to him. We got to be able to. I feel like break down this narrative of, of cool. Don't break cri- it down. Yeah, I, I, you hit. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, people shouldn't cripple themselves. Yeah, bro, yeah. Restricting themselves to only speak to facts. certain people. Yeah, facts. You, know, you can I, learn from everyone, bro. Yeah, I a hundred percent. I I, th- I think th- the biggest lesson I've learned. I've learned this to my mom, thankfully. But yeah. just. Shout out to my mom. Shout, shout out to uh, the Dukes. Shout, shout out to, to all the parents. Shout out to, to everyone. All you know, taking care of their kids. Yeah. Is, it's an impossible job, you know? Mm-hmm. And But I think just being... I think the, the biggest thing for me, and I've been talking about this for almost like three, four years, I think social media, for as great as it is, um, it's creating like a, a biodome or like it's creating a bubble of misperception. And reality on social media is completely different. You know what I mean? Overwhelmingly different from what happens in like the real world. Mm -hmm. I don't even think you need to project like, you know, normalcy or whatever you want to call it. I don't think you need to do that. I think what we need to kind of get away from is like constantly the urge to put your life on display. So you make it look like, well, you're doing this, you're doing that. Um, I I think that's where, because people start chasing that, you know, I don't, and I won't get too, you know, scientific or whatever you want to call it but people get rushes like a dopamine it's called a dopamine yeah, rush yeah you get that when someone likes your photo it's the equivalent it's the gratification <laughs> it's it's no it's the equivalent of doing certain drugs you yeah. understand what i'm saying mm. it's the same gratification you would get so that's a very very dangerous like rope we're walking here because with young people especially they have so much of their lives on you know whether it's instagram snapchat whatever other social media platform there is and there's a very, very, you know, 
almost unreachable bar that they feel like they have to attain and i feel like that kind of cripples them in itself you know what i mean but we don't project like just regular everyday living i mean there's some people that do it but i i guarantee if i was to like log on to my instagram or your instagram or yours we'd see nine times out of ten the same thing we see the rental car we see the booth we see you know, somebody, the summertime, the boats, the boats, the boats you know, yeah. somebody might be, you know, it's just, you'll see what's not, what doesn't matter, essentially. Yeah. We don't show enough of like... The hard work, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, but more so like, hey man, I'm just a regular person. Yeah. Like, I'm literally, like, I like to watch TV, I like to have maybe go out to eat once in a yeah. while, yeah. but we've even turned that into like very, like, you know, yeah. a childish action. It's very like, theatrical, Like, right? people won't eat until they... You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like to me, like not everything has to be like magnificent. Life is not magnificent. You know, there's magnificent moments. Yeah. But overall, life is a, a series of up and downs, yeah. and how you get to these magnificent moments, and then you work back around to them mm-hmm. after you accomplish yeah, the first. That's one. facts. 100%. That's facts. You know? That's facts on that. Yeah. Instead of and sometimes instead of living living in that magnificent moment, people would love to ca- capture. Yeah. It. People instead just capture. Living it, in yeah. it, they want they want to capture watching it through a phone. That's that's a real trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but I, I just think, man, like. For me, I, I'm a super regular guy, man. Like I, I, you know, I like to do what I like to do, but I don't think there's anything wrong with just being yourself. Like that's Facts. another thing. Facts. If you ask all my friends growing up, I was a little different. You know, I was like, I guess you could say, like the kid cuddy of the group. You know, a little, still like the stuff that everyone else likes, but I just kind of stayed in my own lane. But I think it's important to embrace who you are as a person. We're not all the same. I know we could all we spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At anyone's house, we are all different people. We might do the exact same thing, eat the exact same thing. Deep down inside, there's things you might do that I probably don't even know about, to be honest. You know, but I think just being able to embrace who you are, what you really like to do, and what you want to accomplish in life, that goes a very long way. We don't, and we don't promote that. Not, not you guys, obviously, but I'm saying, overwhelmingly, as as a society, society, we don't promote that. That's facts. That's facts. Because, no, go ahead. Cutting off, but like, something like, something as small as, like neighborhood he has the Malcolm X book the autobiography he likes to read right but like if you just look if you just look at him and be like look at him and you see him as a person you'd be like ah right, he doesn't do that you know what I mean he can send me yeah. he can send me yeah. he can send you guys don't know like he's, he'll send me a book right. and I'll read it and they'll say oh read this like we do things yeah. behind scenes that people don't know exactly. like, that we enjoy doing you know what I mean I like reading a good book if you guys find any good book send it to me I like to read mm-hmm. you know sure. I mean? that keeps up my vocabulary absolutely but those little things is like things people won't know and that's not something people will promote yeah. you know what I mean so I just, just gotta focus on the little things and also yeah. be happy with that you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I said man, I always preach anytime you know especially if we get kids in the clinic uh-huh. I work in like the the Detroit area uh-huh. so a lot of the things I kind of saw growing up, I, I even see it in a more exacerbated fashion. Um, but just preaching to kids like, hey, man, like if you if all you ever did in life was make $60,000 a year and you just had a nice house, a decent sized house, you've done great for yourself, man. And that deserves like recognition. Facts. But not from anyone else. It should come from within. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, I set out to do this. I started at point A. I'm now at point B. And point B looks a whole lot better, better than, than point, point A. a. And, and th- that should be it. That should be it. There doesn't have to be a Lamborghini. Look, we all like nice things. There's, a, there's no way around it. I love this guy's sunglasses. I love them. I think they're fucking amazing. Swag man, swag man. But if I, if, if, if just because I can't yeah. afford them or I'm bending over backwards to get them because that's constantly what I'm being shown, yeah. 
that's a horrible cycle for young people. Because yeah. again, we're all at that age where we've kind of, you know, grown out of it yeah. without yeah. giving yeah. anyone's age. Yeah. Um, we've all kind of grown out that space. Mm. But there's, you have to realize there's an entire line of kids that are coming into that, yeah. you know, that, that, that bubble I talked about. Yeah. And how are we, of worshiping materialistic yeah. things, right? Fuck man, I think my bad. No, I don't cut you. I think they have it harder too, man. Absolutely. Instagram, and Snapchat. I, they're born and bred in there, right? Yeah. It's this awesome. is all they're seeing yeah. all yeah. day long. Remember, we came into this. Instagram came out 2013, so a lot of us were already in our early the 20s yeah. to mid 20s yeah. at that time. Um, imagine being 15 years old, you know, at high school, and your friends are graduating. For instance, now even a graduation, something as simple as a graduation is being you know displayed it's being live streamed you're posting your photo of you and your diploma now imagine that one kid that doesn't graduate you understand imagine the mental deficits and the toll it's taking on him because he's seeing his friends go through it and he can't yeah. and, and not, not, not only can he not celebrate it he can't achieve what they're achieving and that those are very very like tough pills to swallow for young people yeah. but that's, like, a, that's gonna be that that's that should make a person uh work harder yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It yeah. should, but I'm saying it, motivate, but it, some, it, it can yeah. sometimes yeah, the go the other way, right? Sometimes, it can, yeah. sometimes it can motivate you. Uh, like I failed and I kept pushing, uh, mm. but for some people, it might turn, it might spin in the wrong direction yeah. where you you're might become, right. you know, right. more depressed. You mm. can become anxious. You might be less confident. Mm. And I think I keep badgering on social media, but I feel like it's it hasn't done a very good yeah. job of promoting. Mm confidence it, it shatters confidence in my mm. opinion but nah because also what he said was how it's different for them because if we on the time when we came up if we failed we failed like it wasn't for the world to see yeah you know what i mean as he was saying like imagine now we were live streaming and one of us didn't graduate like i'm in the back and i'm watching you guys all on Snapchat going crazy. Ah, uh, Hoya's yeah. going crazy. Yeah. She's screaming for you. Bro, I need the vomit mom, bag. Like. Yeah, and my mom's sitting there like, yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah, this, that's, look that's, at this guy. That's a tough pill to swallow. It's a, it's a very different time, yeah, but, I, different. but I, I think that's where responsibility, and I don't look for, not entertainers, because that's a, that's a different world. You know what mm, I mean? That's yeah. Those are not, to me, those people are serving their purpose, but it comes down to more everyday people kind of training young people like, hey, man, this really isn't the end-all, be-all. The opinions of everyone in your family should matter. How you treat people should matter, but nothing else beyond that. Show us what you do, yeah. but if you need help getting it done, the help is here, and don't cower. Mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't do a good enough job, whether it's, you know, like I said, social media, because people are listening more to the Drakes of the world, the little Dirks, even LeBron. Le LeBron's job is not to promote social justice all the time yeah. we love that he does it i love it i think he's an he's extremely intelligent brother his job is to play basketball there's teachers there's parents family members that's their job to teach people about what they need to be doing on a daily basis i love that he does it i really do i think it's amazing i think anyone that makes a certain amount of money it's your responsibility to take care of those around you but it's not LeBron's. It's not only LeBron's job, and yeah. we leave it a lot of times to people like LeBron or whomever on social media. And I feel like that's an impossible thing to come back from, because at the end of the day, the kid, no matter how much he's listening to whatever athlete, they're still only impressed with what they can do on like a basketball court or with a mic. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's cool. It'd be like, they all right, don't cool, understand cool. the impact. They yeah, don't understand like, yo, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, I should study. All right, bet. But yo, show me. Yeah, do a 360. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I get really upset when if someone has an after school pro shout out to everyone that has an after school program or yep. any are helping in any capacity. Mm -hmm. 
But don't bring like a basketball to the gym and be like, all right, cool. The after school program is a bunch of kids just playing basketball. Yeah. Because I guarantee you everyone in this room, the cameramen included, the one thing we don't suffer with or have trouble with is shooting a jump shot. Facts. You know what I mean? These kids need tangible skills. So by you saying that, right, it just happens that I run an after school program. Yeah. And I have an after school program. And... What you're saying is right. Just putting the basketball in the middle of the court and saying this is an after-school program is not how it works because these kids need more things and understanding the after-school program, the beginning of the after-school program, it always starts in the classroom. Right. So when we're in the classroom, it's just based on, okay, we get their homework out. Right. We get, we get, um, we get them food. You know, we make sure that yeah. their, nu- their nutrients are up and everything. But then we make sure that we focus on the main thing, which is let's get the homework done. Let's 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 see what you're struggling with. Right. Let's help you with that. And as a reward, you can go play the basketball. At- you can go to the gym. You can do that afterwards. Wh- which is yeah. Which is what? Uh, first of all, shout outs to you. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I'm so my one of my goals is eventually once I can, you know, is to do something like that, but tailor it for what I think I'm good at, which is like science, math yeah, related. Facts. That's what I'm good at. So I would focus on that. But it's an amazing thing. But yeah, like you said, I don't. And and on top of that, I don't think there's enough funding. Facts. Um, for these things, yeah. there's a huge community center. I don't know if you guys ever drove by it on, uh, is it Trethaway or Black Creek on the left hand side? Yeah, it's a massive facility. It's, it's on. It's on. It's on. It's on Eglinton, no? Is that yeah. Black Creek and Eglinton? Right, Black- right, right at the, yeah. I believe at the intersection, yeah. if I'm not yeah. mistaken. It's it a, just built there, right? Yeah, yeah. massive facility, yeah. man. Yeah. Massive. It's either closed. Yeah, it's always closed. Bro. It's closed, or you can go work out in it, but the like. There's a basketball court that's empty. They don't even allow the kids to go. Yeah, brother, it's just that's, kind of a show. that's really a conversation for another day. We yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really have a lot of smoke yeah. for these community leaders. And yeah. this well, is I, I, most I, of the, this I, the I don't reasons smoke, why the, yeah, nah. I, I commend it. Not, I just think not smoke, yeah. but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have no, we're uh, we have, we have yeah. to address yeah. a lot yeah. of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the one of the most reasons why there's a lot more crime and gun violence. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Idle time. But um, let's get into uh. COVID, man. The vid. The, the vid. vid. The Rona. Big Rona. Yeah. This this the whole Reaper. thing that um, it seems like a like like a mythical story, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like something we're gonna talk about years. Yeah, like, be like it yo, is. We a bat, it is. There, they, there's like a there's they had like a fucking meat place where like a bat and a and a, and a raccoon and a next weird animals. <laughs> Saliva's touched and it sneezed no. on a person and then it spread. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if you watched the Stephen Col- the Stephen Colbert show. I didn't. You were trying to watch. Yeah, I was trying to show you earlier. Right? You know what I'm saying? Um, basically, Stephen Colbert was put on by um, uh, Stewart, John Stewart. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, he used to be on his show, The Daily Show, and then from there, uh, he ended up getting his own late night show. Yeah. Nowadays, bro, people. People, it's like people are getting like their their their, their news from late night shows because they don't mm. really believe what the news is telling them anymore. You know what I'm saying? I also think it's because like those the late night shows, especially, they're very funny. They're yeah, funny. Like, they're very cal- yeah, it's so satire. It's a, it's a better way to you know get your get, get your news off. News. Yeah, so facts. You don't want to so, hear as all serious. Yeah, so John Stewart came back from retirement. He's been like retired for a long time. He he gave the Daily Show to some South African guy. What's his name? Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. And so this guy came back from like the, the the dead, all gray hair and everything, and uh, started making a joke about where COVID started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The man said COVID started at a COVID um, center in Wuhan. Like the place the COVID broke out was a place where they were doing research for respiratory 
uh, what was it, respiratory diseases. Right. And the COVID outbreak, what's the odds it breaks out in a place where they're studying for, for disease like that? You know what I'm saying? So he made a lot of joke about it and he got a lot of backfire from it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So what, what do you like? What do you think where the COVID started, bro? It started in Wuhan and then... So, hold on. I'm yeah. going to... Where it started, how it got here, I can't... First of all, yeah, I'm nobody not... Nobody knows. I, yeah. I don't know, but more importantly, I don't think... It matters anymore. Now it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Now it's here. You know, I think in Canada we've lost maybe thirty thousand, forty thousand people. The United States has lost six hundred thousand people. That's an insane amount of life lost. You know what yeah, I mean? Rest some in peace of, to all of them. Some yeah. some people you might know, you might not know. So no. I don't think I'm just as curious as you. Sometimes in the beginning, I really was. I was like, how did this just pop up like yeah. this? How were a bunch of people? in a certain part of the world getting a random pneumonia because pneumonia only presents as one or two which is pneumonia is an infection of the lung so how is it that these people are getting this very unique type of pneumonia and where is it coming from but once it got here and we figured out what it was i think it doesn't matter how it got here there's and maybe i'm tap dancing i hope i'm not i don't want to come off because i don't know the facts yeah so it's it'd be wrong for me to Kind of. No facts, facts. Yeah. But but more importantly, it's here. It, it yeah, came it's here. here. Yeah. It came here. It is assaulted human life, both in the the the, the physical health way, mm-hmm. the mental health that we were talking about earlier. People are cooped in. People are losing their jobs. Yeah. Um, a lot of divorce. Losing their jobs, their minds, know, everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it, it's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very real virus. Unfortunately, I wish it was a hoax. I wish. I could say like, oh man, this really doesn't exist, yeah, guys. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's here, fam. No, it's you real know, life. Some of us know people who've got the virus. Some people have had the virus. They did okay with it. Some people got it and they were like, oh man, this really kicked my ass. Some like, people never got it. Some people never got it. Alhamdulillah, I never got it. Yeah. I came in to contact twice. So, uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no. I'll give you a story. Um, me and my homegirl, we were working a night shift. So, the night shift is just like two doctors. They kind of cover an entire team of patients. She had coronavirus the entire time. And when we're in like the doctor's lounge or whatever the case may be, we have our masks off. Because we're eating food, drinking coffee, yeah. you know, writing notes, doing regular stuff. And she's sitting like this. Directly across. Directly across me. She's talking to me the entire night. And we're talking about what we're going to do with this patient, that patient. Fam, the next day she tested positive. I lost my soul. My <laughs> stomach my stomach went to my shoe. Because no matter how much you want to say, doctor this, doctor that, at the end of the day, first of all, I'm a new doctor. On top of that, I just got here. I don't want to leave. Like, I don't want to die or <laughs> yeah, stop yeah. working. I worked so hard to get here. So I got yeah. shook. And I went and got tested. I went and got tested twice, and I was negative both times. So alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah but yeah. she ended up getting sick as a dog. Mm. I'm talking like floored, like fevers, chills, you know. It has different effects on everybody, yeah. It has very different effects. Unfortunately, and we'll get into... I'm sure you guys want to get into the vaccination stuff, so we'll get into that. But I, we don't typically worry about you know young people. Overwhelmingly, we don't worry about young people getting the virus. What we're worried about... Now, there's a certain amount of people you have to watch out for. Because everyone has you know some sort of chronic illness. It's common in young people, too. you know. Um, but what we, overwhelmingly, for young people, what we don't want is... We don't want you to have the infection... You maybe have some sniffles, some coughs, whatever, and you take it home to, you know, your parents. And the, the other thing is you have to think about now, a lot of us come from households where there's five, six, seven, eight people living in an apartment building. And now you have five essentially vectors or methods of transmission that are going in and out of the house. And there is a grandmother at home or there's a grandfather or a, a mother who, 
you know, has some medical issues and now all of a sudden you give it to her. Because I've heard that story as well too and that, there's no coming back from that. You know what I mean? If you were to, God for, uh, stop for a like, inshallah, it never happens, but if you were to take this virus home and your parent, parent whomever, got sick and God forbid if they passed from it, you are not coming back from that mentally anytime. Yeah, you never forgive yourself ever. You know, you won't. Yeah. And it's not your fault. This can happen to any. It does happen. It's happened numerous times to a lot of people. You know what I mean? And so, again, I'm not going to comment on the lockdown stuff because that's political. It has nothing to do with medicine. It, it has something to do with medicine, but there's a different way that they chose to do it. I would have went about it maybe a different way. But when it comes down to the sheer medicine of it, no matter where the virus came from, fam, unfortunately, especially our people, you know, people that live in poor neighborhoods, people who live in close quarters, we or they are at most risk and debating where the virus comes from, debating if it's if the vaccination or the, the vaccine is going to change the DNA or not. It's, it's running on like fool's time. You know what I mean? And ultimately, it's our people. Because remember, you have to always think we always champion our communities for everything you know what i mean when it comes to health there's always a, a seesaw battle and part of it is the people that are responsible for disseminating information they don't do a good job um they don't put the right people in place to do these jobs in my opinion but again i feel like health in general is not somewhere where we should be is a lebron james or michael jordan the best basketball we shouldn't be doing that on health yeah. you know what i mean yeah it's really like yo this is a yeah. this, these are dire Facts. times yeah Especially for our people. If you didn't care about anyone else, who cares? For our people, people that look like us, people that grow up in the same you know neighborhoods as us, it's very very hard. And you're even seeing it with the vaccine rollout. How long it took for you know Dixon to get a vaccination pop up center going. A lot of this stuff was happening because I watch the news on a nightly basis, even when I'm away, just to kind of see what's going on. But again, Rosedale area, you know, uh, Bathurst, uh, that area, you know, Vaughn, they were popping up there first and. To me, that's wrong. But at the same time, if we don't put pressure on local um, elected officials, be like, hey, why aren't we getting it first? Yeah. You know, I think they prey on the fact they're like, all right, cool. Well, this guy probably doesn't believe in it. Yeah. So who cares yeah. if he gets it first, second or last? Or last yeah. He doesn't really care for it. But those people over there on they, the other side. Yeah, they're on them. Yeah. And I don't mean to vape them or we the people them, but. Yeah. Those people are like, nah, fam, we need this right, right now. now. Yeah. I'm trying. They're trying to do the same things. And then that's another thing. People who like wanted the vaccine earlier, they wanted it for the same reasons that, you know, many of us are now start or not us. I got mine in December, you know, but a lot of like young people now that you see, all right, cool, I guess, because if you got to travel, yeah, yeah, I might yeah. go ahead and get it because, you know, I'm trying to go turn up. But those people are trying to do the exact same thing. They're not they're worried about their health, but they're like, yo, fuck this. I'm trying to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> I have like a beach house here. I have a guest house. This government is shackling me, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to get out it's of here. It's not good for my mental health. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But they're trying to do it for the same reasons, fam. Yeah. It's just we don't put enough pressure. And part of it is because we're kind of, you know, debating the wall on who should get it, who shouldn't get it, whatever the case may be. But it, ultimately, it hurts us the most. The most. You know what I mean? And to me, that's it's if it's a loss then we can avoid that loss if it's critical illness we can avoid that at two you know what i mean some people think like yeah i'll get it but i'll bounce back from it there's some lingering side effects that you don't want you know if i told you like go stand outside of a 
a TTC bus stand and wait for the bus to hit you, see if you make it or not. <laughs> you're not gonna take that chance. So why would you take that chance when it comes to your health? Yo, I your might health. get, I might get, you know, my sense of smell. Yeah, it's not a big deal, but if you can't smell for six months, eight months, or taste food, taste food. That's in my opinion. That's I don't want to live without my sense of smell or you know my yeah. ability to like taste things. That's I mean, one of my cousins weird. is super foodie, you know. Yeah, and he got the COVID. Bro, I went to his house to check him, but like after he beat it, he had like food like stains on the wall. He said I'd bite a sandwich and now be able to taste it and get so mad, just throw the sandwich on the wall and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he said everything else tastes like dirt, you know? Yeah. What does the vaccine do for you in terms of COVID? Like in, like what does it exactly really right. do for you? So there's we'll go with the two, you know, household names that everyone <clears throat> Pfizer, Moderna. Um these vaccines essentially what they do, first of all, their job is to prevent critical illness. Mm. What we mean by critical illness in medicine is any we want to prevent people from ending up on a ventilator. Mm. We want to prevent them from requiring oxygen. We really want to prevent the lung infection, really. The fevers, chills, what kind of, you know, aspirin, Tylenol, you kind of quell that on your own. But we don't want people to get critically ill, as in your organs fail or you require intubation. Because what happens is... God forbid, if any of your organs fail, that's that, that's not a that's not a good outlook moving forward. If you end up on a ventilator, which is the assisted breathing machine, the chance of you coming off at that point is maybe one in five. One. Some people say one in five. Some people say it's less than. I choose to be optimistic, so I'll say twenty percent. But once it gets to that point, it's not looking good either way, right? The vaccine prevents critical illness in the sense that what it does is once you get the injection, it's injecting a part of the dna or the mrna from the virus's host so think of the virus as like a tennis ball right on the tennis ball there's like a little spike on there and that spike is what they use to like attack our like cells so if we can give the body like a snapshot or instructions on how to make that spike protein and in return our body will mount its own immune response so you're showing a picture of yo this is these are the instructions on how to make the table then the body will make the table and the body will come and attack the table. Like, all right, cool. This is what it looks like. So now we know. So God forbid the next time, because again, you can get infected after you get vaccinated. Let's, 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 let's try to explain that in a, uh, in a street term. So it's like basically you're showing a picture of a wanted poster of a guy who's, who's a, a child molester. If you're like, this guy's a child molester. If you guys see him in the community, get his ass. You know what I'm saying? So in layman terms, yeah, that's uh, the crux of it is you want to show your body like, yo, this is how it works. This is the thing that's coming to get us. How do we defend it? Defend, defend it? ourselves. And the thing is, the body, because it's so smart, once it sees it, it takes like photos as well as there's there's a two-phase attack. So there's the attack of the natural like T-killers T or T-cells that are like kill on site. There's also these B-cells that we call, which are like, they'll take a photo of it and then they'll make the antibodies to attack it the next time. So if you were to get it again, the, vi- the B cells would come and they'd sell- send their own army, so yeah. to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it doesn't prevent illness. So now there are certain studies, and we can get into the details, but I don't want to bore the public with that. There are certain studies that have shown that it reduces transmissibility, but it doesn't zero it down to like a zero effect yeah. where if you have it, you're for sure, for sure not going to get the virus or you can't even contract it. It will, and overwhelmingly, the, the, the data has shown that it prevents critical illness. So now for someone like you, you know, a stuck for life, you were to get COVID, um, 
I don't, I don't think much would happen. Like, you'd probably be okay. I don't want, again, never want to chance it. I don't even want to tell you for sure because I don't know because I've seen weird things happen. I'll give you guys a story after. But more importantly, we want to vaccinate young people to protect older populations and people who are more vulnerable. You know what I mean? Um, but that's, in, in, in a nutshell, how the vaccine works. Um, it just It's there to prevent illness. And the reason you want to prevent illness... Um, so, you know, in, 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 in any health system, there's only a finite amount of beds and critical, what we call critical, critical care beds, ICU beds. So someone who is like very, very sick, there's only a handful of those type of beds. If we put, you know, five times the amount of people that can be cared for, because remember, you, the other thing you have to think about, it's not just like the space. There's only a certain amount of like critical care doctors. So not all doctors are the same. Um, there's like lung doctors, there's heart doctors. There's only a handful of like lung and infectious disease doctors for any one place. And the one thing you don't want to do on top of overwhelming a system is you don't want to burden one person with the care of like 50 people at once. Cause how can you possibly care for all those people? You know what I mean? That means you're shorting someone on medical attention, which is like a huge, like, no, no, you know what I mean? But the reason they kept implementing lockdowns and now they're going with the vaccine stuff is we want to take the stress off any health system, right? So let's say a hospital has 100 beds. If there's 600 people that are requiring hospitalization, well, now someone has to figure out who's getting those 100 beds. Mm. And I know for overwhelmingly the, the public, it's like, all right, cool, now my problem. Well, it's not your problem until, you know, God forbid, if you were to get COVID or your mom, let's say, got COVID, right? And now the doctor's saying, well, she's not as sick as this other person, so we're going to give this other person the help. Well, then now, what the hell are you supposed to do, right? You can go to another hospital, but they're probably having the same hospital. And this is just in COVID era, right? But there's other people that get sick that require, like, critical care. So there's people with heart problems, uh, people, diabetics who need, like, ICU-level care, care, uh, excuse me, when, you know, their blood sugars are too high, whatever the case may be, um, stroke people. There's, these are all people that require like ICU level care. And anytime someone gets tubed or gets ventilated, they have to be in the ICU. Yeah. So now imagine if there's basically a raffle, you know, for your life. For your life. Yeah. That's not cool. Like, that's uh, not cool. No yeah. doctor, no specialist, whomever. Nobody wants to be responsible for be like, all right, cool. Well, mm, this guy, not this guy. That's, that's yeah. fucked. That's yeah, up. really yeah. fucked yeah. up. And so, be in that position. So two points. So with the the lockdowns, it's what they tried. But what they kept doing is, as soon as the numbers went down, they're like, "All right, cool, everything opens up again," and the numbers spiked. Back I have, I have, a, real, I have yeah. a quick question. So, for example, if I go take a flu shot, right? Yeah. You know, the flu's like seasonal, right? right? Year, yearly, right? Yeah. Uh, if I get a flu shot, is is it possible for me to get a flu? Yeah, yeah, there is, there is. It, so it's, it's the same thing it, as COVID, it, right? It, 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 the, the vac- so if I get vaccine, if I get vaccinated, there's a chance I get COVID. But it won't affect me as bad as it. So if I wasn't vaccinated, critical. right? It won't get it won't get to critical. But again, no. But people, no people have this idea of like, oh, if I'm getting if I'm getting vaccinated, how how why am I still catching COVID? Yeah, but, but you is that the same thing for that. Yeah, you know, yeah, is that the same thing for flu? Flu flu vaccine works differently. And again, the the. Well, flu no, I'm saying no. I mean, as in the the idea of like getting a flu shot, but still getting the flu. Yeah, but 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 the the vaccine works differently, and I, I believe. And I, I'd have to look it up, but the mm. flu vaccine isn't nearly as effective as what the COVID vaccine has mm. proven to be so far. Because, again, it's, it's, it's been approved for FDA emergency use, uh-huh. which is 
it still went through the same loopholes that any other med- medication or vaccine yeah. goes through. It just went through it at an accelerated pace because, again, of what you're seeing. The demand. Now, yeah. The demand, for the demand for it. But I, I, in my opinion, just from what I've seen, and I'm sure the numbers would back it up, the vaccine itself. Like, I've seen people who are, you know, 68, 70 years old who come into the ER and they're like, man, I'm not feeling really well. And you test them because, you know, anyone that gets admitted yeah. to the hospital, they have to get tested for COVID. So they'll test positive and they'll tell you, oh, I got this vaccine like two months ago. Like, how did this happen? But I always take, you know, heed in the fact that, all right, this same person, you know, God forbid, if they had presented without the vaccine, it would look a lot more shakier. Like his fever would be like 102, yeah. 103, 104. He'd be requiring oxygen. And right now he just seems to be coughing. You know what I mean? So that's the premise of the vaccine. Okay. But again, for young people, for young people, people yeah. our age, 10 years older, 10 years younger, it's more so to make sure that when you go home, I mean, obviously you should protect yourself because anything can happen, right? It's not a done deal that just because I'm 21, I'm COVID safe and, you know, maybe yeah. I'll cough a little, yeah. but that's it. But you want to make sure you protect those that are vulnerable around you. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. And that's the premise of the vaccine. That was supposed to be the premise of the of the lockouts, but the vaccine is like the the real end goal. Like that's like the end game, so to speak. Like we get everyone vaccinated. So now if you have, like let's say this room, let's say if everyone is vaccinated. Now, even if it's going around, I know that God forbid if I was to give it to you or to you, I can take breath in the fact that I'd feel really bad, but I know that you'd be okay. Because the data suggests that you will not get critically ill. It reduces, like, severe illness by a lot. Yeah. You know, so that's the point of the vaccine. The vaccine is not a cure. It is not, yo, I'm I'm not going to get COVID again. You might get it. You might not. But you won't get critically ill. And you won't put those you love that are vulnerable at at risk yeah, don't, which is, be, don't yeah. be selfish initially. yeah you know don't be saying? selfish you know yes. what I mean don't think just because you think you're immune yeah. and young that you can't give it to a person yeah. who's a lot older than you you care for that you know was, was yeah. very informative that was very very informative and, 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 and it's gonna sway it's gonna sway a lot of people do you have, a, do you have, a, do you have any message that, you know for the I mean? people who are, are anti-vax I, I think it's hard because I think if you're if you take that stance like first of all I think you're ignoring like literature because the other thing you have to remember is People who develop these things, like, they're not playing 2K and, you know, smoking blunts and then, all right, cool, is it pandemic? All right, I guess we got to get to work. You know what I mean? Like, these people take their jobs pretty seriously. At, at some point, there has to be, there has to be, you know, they're not vibing outside. Like, oh, yo, do you hear? Do hear? All right, cool, yo, let's get to work. This stuff is... Let's go make some shit. Yeah, let's go. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like, life doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? These people are hard at work whether you believe in it whether you don't believe in it you cannot like i said you can't deny hard work you can't yeah there's people who have been at work who all they had to do was like all right we developed it for this vaccine the technology is around we could do it for this one it's not that hard you nobody ever ever questions how fast apple comes out with a new iphone nobody nobody not no one ever goes oh my god how'd they make this like you know touch screen we were just flipping phones like a year ago how is it touchscreen? Nobody ever, ever. Yeah. So why would you deny the same science? But in fairness, yeah. a phone and a vaccine is completely different. Man. It, it's different, but the science and the brains behind it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. are the same elk of people. But you know what I mean? Yeah, one thing I want to say is, you know, they don't kind of, they don't kind of like uh, fucked up 
the whole vaccine thing. Remember that? Remember that nurse lady, the first lady to get the vaccine, yeah. and she just passed out the floor. Yeah, that well, scared the sh- that scared the dog shit out of a lot of people. You know so, what I mean? And that's what fair. are the odds? You know? Yeah, so I, again, and I'm and I'll never yeah. shame somebody for being afraid or having questions. I yeah. think that's normal because if I didn't know about something. I would ask you if you were an expert in that field. Mm, you know no, what facts, I mean? So yeah, it comes back to yo, know, ask questions. Yeah, it's, exactly, it's not that serious. Exactly. Like nobody should shame you for wanting to have answers. Yeah, facts. A couple of things. So for her, maybe the the, the prick of the needle. Some people really can't tolerate needles. Uh-huh. You know, that I can't tolerate when people take my blood. Yeah, which is why I'm terrified. Ironically, of going to the doctor because I hate <laughs> getting blood drawn from me because <laughs> I know I'm gonna pass out. It's happened numerous times. I've cut my finger. I'll see the blood come out for a second and I pass out. Oh, it's wow. terrible. Yeah, I know, but that, so that's one thing. Yeah, C- could there have been something else? Sure, but if you're worried about, did she form like a blood clot as soon as they injected her? Now that's highly unlikely. And there's been so much. Dece- and again, this comes back to there's so much information out there. There's so many mediums and so many people who are giving their own, you know, biased opinions yeah. or not fact check. Like, yo, I read the article. I googled it and oh they'll throw like a PubMed beside it and oh it's legit so you're crazy you know that's not how we do things you know what I mean it's all about these are the facts again I brought my phone here just because if you guys actually had questions we could go through it together because yeah. again I'm not an infectious disease specialist I'm not even like a lung doctor I'm a regular doctor I'm a family doctor you yeah. know what I mean so a lot of this stuff is out of scope so I ha- I too myself have to educate have to learn and have to teach myself these mm-hmm. things you know what I mean but you cannot deny certain like facts facts are facts you know what I mean and just because you are curious about how they came about it so fast. You shouldn't. It's one thing to be skeptical. It's an entirely different thing to be a denier of facts. Mm-hmm. That, that to me is problematic. You know what I mean? Because first of all, we all have phones. You can Google this stuff, bro. Facts. Like people, I know there's a lot of fake stuff that goes up, but overall, the stuff is you know it is. Fact check. You know yeah, you, you can fact check. this episode, yeah, we this want to be all... informative. You know. Yeah. But yeah. this is part one. We're not, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we can gonna, talk about other things. Two. Yeah, for sure. But for the for young people, people, if you want to just travel, then just go take the vaccine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but more importantly, just be cognizant of the people around you. You know. Yeah. Because it all comes back to you know where I and I've harped on this point like five six times, but you don't want you know somebody you like or you love or you care for to get this vaccine and all of a sudden you have to get tested and you can't your test comes back positive and it's like ah oh, shit i blew the bag on this one yeah. and now you're your family member now you have to bury the family member because i because this happened i have two stories for you and i don't know if you guys are running low on time or, no, no 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 no. so We're i have good. two stories so there's one it's one person i know she's a um she works at the hospital you know uh i believe she's uh uh like a nurse assistant i think it's she's a cena which is like the the technical term and you know, she does all the right things. She wears the mask, whatever. She caught COVID and she went to like a family barbecue. I believe it was um, not Memorial Day, but there's another random holiday that happens. It was like a long weekend, whatever. And she took the the infection with her, not knowingly, but she took it to a family vacation type of thing. Her parents ended up getting it and her parents died like a week apart. Um, you know what I mean from from COVID so God forbid God forbid but but, but, but you know what I mean like this is somebody that for all means and purposes takes it seriously so imagine if it will hit you that much harder 
you know, if it, if you were a denier, yeah, facts. if you weren't taking it, if you were Rudy Gobert the situation, yeah, you would feel like shit. Because I'm sure Rudy Gobert, after he did that dumb stuff, facts, and he put all his teammates' health at risk. I'm sure there was some fans like, yo, we're gonna put hands on this guy, or he can't fly with us no more. Yeah. I'm sure there was some discussion. Facts. Yeah, facts. So don't be that person. Facts. The other story, and this is this is very like morbid. So there was a brother who was incarcerated eight and a half years for I don't know what, right? As doctors, it's not my job to know why people are in or out. We treat the patient. So I was working on a palliative care service, which is, you know, you people with critical illnesses, you check in and see what their goals of care are moving forward. Um, so this, this, this brother was incarcerated for eight and a half years, was supposed to be released at the end of January from prison. Eight and a half year bid coming out end of January. On January 10th, he contracted COVID. Now, this guy was, I'm not, he was, you know, I can't reveal too much, but he was a young guy. No past medical, nothing, right? So, past medical meaning no history of, like, asthma, yeah. diabetes, yeah, yeah. hypertension, whatever, whatever, okay? So, he comes in from the prison, and they said, you know, he's he's coughing a little bit, and we think he has COVID, so you guys might have to take him. Because you can't keep him in the prison because that can disseminate infection. Yeah. So, they brought him in, right? He has a 10-year-old daughter. Or 10-year-old son, excuse me, and his fiance. Now, fiance is waiting for him to get out. So she comes to the hospital. He's doing okay. He's he's struggling a little bit. Um, we don't know when he had the infection or anything, but he's he's struggling, but he's okay. Day two, he becomes more unstable, and his oxygen levels start to drop a little bit, you know? And we're like, okay, this is not, this is not usual. You know what I mean? It's not typical. Usually, people start to trend the other way. Yeah. Um, anyway, so again, remember two and a half weeks from release date or whatever it was. And he ended up on a ventilator. Eventually his kidneys failed. His lungs had blood clots everywhere. And he was literally on a diet. This person had never had any kidney issues and he ended up on dialysis for three weeks. Wow. And his, so his fiance saw him the day he came into the hospital where he was still talking and he was still, and this, he was 6'4", 270, yeah. 260. Completely like, you know, we're thinking, you know, okay, he's going to be all right. He'd be all right. And his kidneys failed. His, his lungs had blood clots everywhere. He was obviously intubated. And that was that. He passed? He passed. Yeah. From COVID. And from COVID. Damn. So just, just, you know, not every story is as sad as that, yeah. but... It can happen to anyone, just know, man. Yeah, just know, like, nobody would ever tell you. There aren't that many liars in the world where everyone is telling you that you know this thing is real and you don't believe any of them. There has to be some people that you trust. They're telling the truth, you know. Yeah, facts. Whether facts. it's me, whether it's whomever. But anyway, that was very morbid. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, it can so, happen to anyone. So, yeah. so this is this is definitely gonna be a part two. It's gonna be a part two. You know. So that was a lot of information. Yeah, and um, yeah, part two is gonna be the part two is gonna be the following week. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So if you guys have any questions and or anything, hit us in the DM. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, if not, anyone has any questions on how to, you know, not even just medicine, but if you want to do anything else, if you're young, yeah, I I have friends who can you know help. Yep. I have like a panel of people that, you know, I kind of lead on to help younger people kind of guide their way through, and how they can become better versions of myself. You know what I mean? Relax. I'm. I like to think that you know this isn't. 
I'm not the end all be all. It's yeah. just a start. It's just a start. Yeah, just the beginning. Yeah. So do, would you mind if we put up your social media? No, absolutely, man. Go yeah, ahead, go so for it. Are you guys put up your social media and everything. Do that, yo. We're, yeah. we're deep in time right now. Are we yeah. going to waste man of the week? Yeah, yeah, we have to. Because we, like, we were. Yeah, no, that's traditions. We have to. No, no, because we went, we went, we went morbid. But now we're gonna lighten up. The yeah, scene. lighten up. So the we're gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up. Waste man of the week. Yeah. Waste. Man of the week. Oh man, that was a soft drop. Yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll throw it out even harder for yeah, this yeah. for this person. You, I think you sent me the post. Waste man, man. again. Uh, this one is waste, waste man. But this was a waste <laughs> bitch. <laughs> We're Dumb girl, bro. We're switching it up. Stupid girl. So there's a video. We seen it. Mean? It was on real Toronto news, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, like you know, we seen it earlier in the day. You know what I mean? Holy I, I told shit. I told the fellas. I said, yo, I think this is the one, and then everybody <laughs> tagged us in it. <laughs> So everybody wants us to speak on it. Yeah. So what are we going to do? we going to speak on it. Facts. <laughs> so there's a video going around of this girl. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> on a podcast. She's talking. And she's saying that her and her man, you know what I mean? Whatever happened. Like, Not her husband, right? No. It's no, her man. boyfriend. Her and her boyfriend broke up. And once they broke up, she, he let her stay at the house. That no, no, no. She said she, he introduced her to her certain lifestyle. No, no, yeah, yeah no. But oh. he let her stay at the house okay. that they were living at, and he let her keep the car that she had. So he upgraded. He upgraded her life uh, drastically. Yeah. So he upgraded her. Like Beyonce says that song, "Let me upgrade you." Yeah. He upgraded her. <laughs> and now, once that happened, you know, life happened. They broke up, and she said. Yeah, uh, I'm keeping everything. This nigga still gotta pay. This my nigga bill. still gotta pay the bill for the crib. Yeah, that's and he still crib. gotta pay the car note. And, and I'm taking the crib. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm still gonna stay at the crib. Yeah. And His yeah, crib. You, we're friends. We're friends, and you know he does that for me because he we're introduced friends. me to a certain lifestyle. And he has to up- obtain it. Yeah. So I can't Bro. go back to where I was before. I gotta live how I'm living. Damn, what Excuse the, me, what but the, I'm, what are people drinking? What? And she said, and if he t- decides to uh, kick yeah. me out of the house and take back my car, I'm gonna destroy it. I'm gonna everything. destroy the house and I'm gonna slash the tires. Um. What are you smoking on? What? What, bro, what drug she, is it? What drug is it? Which nah, one is it? Are you social media, man. Like Yo, I you said, can tell, social you know this media girl? is... This girl, she... She's throughout, her throughout her whole life. Yeah. She's treated as a pretty girl. Yeah. And it was getting like bonuses and yeah. people are treating her special because yeah. she's pretty. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And she has this like demeanor where it's like she she, she demands everything. She doesn't yeah. want to work. She, you, you could clearly tell yeah. this girl's never worked hard for nothing in her life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And me personally, I want to have it. Yeah. Me personally, I would hire yep. two female security guards okay. to escort her out my vicinity. Okay. And if she does not want to leave in peace, yeah. they'll give her the green light to like fold her like a laundry like laundry, bro. <laughs> and take her take out the house, bro. Homegirls on that, yeah, I'm gonna destroy Which, everything. Whichever way you need to get out, you're get out. her out. Get you out. gotta go home, but you gotta get the yeah, hell out of here. Yeah, I'll call my sisters there too just to watch. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Get her get escorted. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What type yeah. of attitude is that, bro? She's smoking the finest dope. Yeah. What? The finest. Like, My God. It's not even. Yeah, because, yeah, bro, me personally, I want to have it. I want to have it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Even I, though we might, I might have loved her once upon a time. You know what I'm saying? Me personally. There's nothing. Yo, first of all, there's nothing. You can't demand nothing. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't come at it at the angle she did. Yeah, you know? facts. Me personally, if, that, if my wife did that to me, I'll support her after. Wife, but the girlfriend. This is girlfriend. Wife. It's not wife. Girlfriend, wife. <laughs> You're not <laughs> doing a girlfriend. Stop capping, I man. Psych. Beast, <laughs> <laughs> <Ace> man. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> She, she, she wants you to rent her house so, so other niggas can come and blow her back out. She and she could, she could drive your car so she could drive other niggas <laughs> yeah. to go get her back blown out. 
What type of idiot thing is that, bro? Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Quavo was dating Sweetie. He took back the Bentley. Is actually, Who is she? Yeah. Is who is she? I'm asking a question. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Do. No, but I'm asking. No, but, but who is she though? Yeah, that's sweetie. It's a regular. And she dangler. got her shit taken back. Yeah, sister, you're just a regular. You're a regular person. Regular degular shorty. Just don't regular think because niggas upgraded your life. This is who you are. You weren't that person. Like I think, where's your dad? <laughs> <laughs> she must have daddy issues. Like what the hell is that? You so, introduced me to a new lifestyle, so you're telling your dad's a bum. Uh, let me you know what I'm saying? Say about this ah, I mean, this sounds crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Quite it's frankly, insane. out of my pay grade to comment on. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> No, no. It's just, people are a little detached from reality, and I think when enough <laughs> gas gets to your head, this, yeah. is, this is the end result. That's, yeah. the, that's the nice way of saying she's a nut. Yeah. <laughs> now, everyone put their hands up. Right. Hey. No, if I raise it, raise Waste. it, raise it, Waste. 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 start, waste, man. Yo. This guy's breaking stuff. See this bent. guy? She's pissing yeah. this guy? Yeah, she's he's wild. Bad. He's getting bad. He's upset. This sounds personal. Hey, yo, do one more thing else. You know she said? Oh, he has to take care of me and, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uphold this lifestyle until I find another man worthy. Like, cheating her like the way he was cheating her. I'm not lying to you. You know what the problem is in this situation? Whoever this brother may be. Listen, we need to talk to you. He's, he's, he's an enabler. No, no. He's an enabler. Yeah, you're enabling <laughs> he's enabling this, bro. He's enabling it. Listen, we're trying to help you. Super simp. Super simp. Let her go home. It ain't let not. Her, it ain't let not her say she's going to break uh, stuff. You got money, brother. You can buy it back. It's okay. Let her bring it. We gonna get new stuff. Fuck break and it. we gonna flex it on to her, man. Give it to her. Let her walk on the streets with all her furniture, bro. Let, let her walk outside with that, with the, with the couch. Let her sleep on the couch outside. Get her out of your house, brother. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, we're giving you. We're giving you a week. We're she's gonna check toxic. On you. We're gonna check on you. If anything was, if anything I've ever heard was toxic, she's I get why toxic. you left her. She's insane. She's terrible, I get why you yeah. left her. Now leave her. She's leave insane. her alone. Yeah. Let her go. New chapters, new beginnings for yep. everybody. Exactly, exactly. Well, this was this was a very um, informative, informative, informative episode. episode. Also, part I'm two not gonna lie to you. Coming soon. You before you know, we get to part two. Like, I'm oh, gonna yeah. need the thesaurus that you're using because, like, the words you're using, the way you're putting them together. Yeah. I'm not lying to you. Afterwards, we're gonna talk. I'm getting that same thesaurus. <laughs> Next week, don't worry. I'm gonna have. No, but I have one more, we have one more thing to speak about. One more thing to speak yeah. about. The incident, yeah, the incident in, in, in Kenya. Where That's all going those, on right uh, now. Yeah, Somali. Like, I think it was eight Somali girls that got kidnapped. Eighteen. Eighteen. The numbers eighteen for ransom. For ransom. For ransom. Yeah. Yo, do you know, you know there's, a, there's a stigma in Africa where people think Somalis have money because uh, being Somali, like we have a um, we have a welfare system. We take care yeah. of people back home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, facts well, over the, here. Distant yeah. relatives. Yeah. We sent them. You know, we, we send them like a couple bucks a month. Right. You know what I'm saying? So everyone else in especially in Africa thinks Somalis have money. So when they come across a Somali in another country, they feel like they should kidnap him for ransom and yeah. ask for like outrageous money. You know what I'm saying? We're struggling just like everybody else. We're struggling just like everybody else. Like you know what I'm saying? Else. They're in Africa. You know what I'm saying? In a third world country just like you are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I feel like Kenya knows what type of time Somali's on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Bring, yeah. a, bring a woman back. Yeah. Our girls bring back. The, bring, the, bring the girls home. And like after, you know what I'm also saying? you have to understand like these are African women just like you guys have. Facts. You guys have the same thing. You guys have sisters. You guys have mothers. Think about it yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, why, why, why are you guys punishing uh, the Somali girls for the system that's messing up your life? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. a bad system, but now you're taking it back out on them. Like, let's let's not do that. You know what I mean? Our prayers are with you. You know what I mean? We support you. Yeah. Bring our girls home. You know what I mean? We're going to keep you guys updated on the situation, hopefully. Yeah, the news is not talking about it. There's yeah. nobody yeah. mentioning you know it. I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to get that in the news cycle. Let people yeah. know like, that's what's happening in the world. You know, we're behind you. Yeah, absolutely. You got to change that up. That whole, our prayers are with you. You know, it sounds fake. No disrespect. No, okay, so what are you supposed to say? You tell like, me. Like, yo, bro, we're, we're praying for you. 
What's the difference between the sentence I said and he said? This guy kills me. I thought he was going to come on some smoke right now. I thought he had like a wedding. I thought he was going to be on that. Yo, I'm, gonna, I'm taking the next flight. <laughs> you know, you know the, ju- the, the, the message matters more because he has yeah. the Cardiers. Hey, it's the Cardiers, Ooh. right? It's the Cardiers. The knockoffs. Yeah, our prayers are with them for real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, bro. You know? I wouldn't know what to do if that was my sister or my, you know what I'm saying? I mean, a woman in my family, you know? You're in our du'as. Always, yeah. you know what I mean. I mean. Yeah, so thank it's been real. Thank you guys. Amazing for episode. No, no, Doctor Nofa. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anything uh, you want to end it off? First and foremost, I'm a big fan. I don't yeah. know. appreciate you. I, I know you guys see my message. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. 100%. 100%. We're I'm big fan of you, bro. From home, yeah. you know, this is my only connection to like what's going on at home. You know, yeah. I appreciate you guys. Obviously, you guys are friends, but super, super. That makes me feel good, bro. It's my connection to home. Yeah, it is. It really is. We appreciate you. You guys are doing a great job. You guys Thank are you, my brother. entertaining. Yeah. But more importantly, I'm very happy. And inshallah, bigger and better. Inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. And put your stuff in like Michigan. Tell people, so, what's up? Yo, what's up? Listen, you know what I'm saying? You be bumping that so, Detroit yeah, music, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? We live, we live. But yo, it's in been real. Case. Bow, we out of here. See you guys next week. Love. Man, dog, no swing, man. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I don't hold back that stainless, my aim is to aim at your face, leave you faceless. My goal is to stack up my bread like their cases, I roll up in front of you.